Buenos dias from Philadelphia. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 17th of November, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Things are heating up in Madrid with a major protest against the right-wing regional government who rejected the premise and deemed the protests a failure. Over 200,000 people took to the streets of the Spanish capital last Sunday to protest the so-called dirty tricks and general mismanagement of the public health care system. Protest was organized by neighborhoods, left-wing political parties, medical unions to express concerns for the regional government's reconstruction of health care. Despite thousands calling for change, Isabel Diaz Ayuso, Madrid's regional president, called the protest a failure and responded with an apparent anti-left speech in which she called Spain's socialist government a, quote, de facto federal secular republic, which is sort of odd because in a sense, Spain is a federal secular republic, but okay. So I'm not sure of her meaning there. Ayuso's response it was a continuation for most of Madrid as more and more people seemed to be dissatisfied with her presidency. On that note about protests after recent reports of energy activists protesting against climate emergency in various museums and art galleries around the world, museums like the Reina Sofia in Madrid have increased the number of security cameras and plainclothes officers to guard the artifacts. On Sunday the 13th, climate activists from Futuro Vegetal were filmed throwing a black substance over a glass-covered Tutankhamun replica mummy at the Egyptian Museum in Barcelona and other artifacts. In the video, they held a banner that read Copa Cola plus plus 2.5 degrees centigrade, protesting against the COP27 summit in Egypt this year, as Coca-Cola is one of the official sponsors arguably a company that has significantly negatively affected the planet with its plastic production and unethical practices that has been heavily criticized by environmentalists. Now for more controversy, FIFA World Cup is being held in Qatar this year, begins on Sunday the 20th of November until the final on Sunday the 18th of December. This year's cup is has plenty of controversies, firstly because when the tournament is happening, as is normally in the summer, and secondly because the hosting country swirls in accusations, very credible accusations of poor working conditions and thousands of alleged deaths because of the construction of the stadiums. Regardless, games will still take place. It's also predicted that fewer foreign football fans will travel to cheer on their respective teams. To hype up the games in Qatar, promotional videos have been created and shared showing mostly Qatari nationals wearing Spanish national team shirts which has received a lot of ridicule on some social media, labeling them as fake fans. Similar videos have been made for the Argentinian and Brazilian national teams. While the World Cup is looming, Spanish government has yet to decide whether to extend the 20 cents per fuel and diesel discount that they brought to cover emergency energy prices increases this year. That's 20 cents per liter. They've already announced that travel discounts will continue in 2023, but fuel and diesel Discounts are still up in the air. There's talk of limiting to only the most in need. Now about inflation, according to the National Statistics Institute, or INE, in October, inflation evened out as it dropped to a bit over 7% annualized from almost 9% in September. One of the factors that is contributing to the fall in inflation is energy, as Spain is experiencing higher than average temperatures for October and November. Normally, they're around 6 degrees centigrade to 14 degrees centigrade, or 42 Fahrenheit to 57 Fahrenheit at this time of year. However, this November temperatures are significantly higher at the higher end of the scale, meaning less need for heating use. Cheaper sources of energy are also more favorable as heavy winds allow wind power to thrive, something which decreases in the summer months. As a result, energy prices have somewhat relaxed, bringing down inflation in general. According to the INE, food prices have grown since September, when food prices generally were over 14% higher than the previous year, 
Sugar is 40% more. Milk and vegetables around 25% more expensive than this time last year. Moving on, the law of guarantees of sexual freedom, better known as the yes is yes law that passed through in September, has reduced sentences for six sex offenders already serving time. The legislation defines rape as the absence of consent and defines the distinction between abuse and rape. However, the court's application of the new law is murky and some say sexist. Lawyer of a teacher convicted of sexual crimes against minors in his care has said his client has benefited from the application of the new regulations and that his client's best defender is Irene Montiero, the Minister of Equality. The law is revised or changed. A person who has served five years for a crime now charged with three will be reviewed, hence the reductions and releases. Next up, major German car manufacturer Seat Volkswagen has cast uncertainty aside recently by announcing plans for a new mega factory in Valencia. Seat Volkswagen has been finalizing the construction of their new factory for some time, but decided to announce the building last Wednesday. New factory will facilitate the production of electric batteries and is being celebrated by the Generalitat Valencia as the best business news in half a century. Let's hope it brings a lot of jobs and success for Valencia and the rest of Spain. Speaking of Valencia, on Sunday the 13th, heavy rains caused chaos for the second time this year. The city also saw record rainfall in May with severe flooding, creating issues across the city. Valencia Airport, also known as Manises Airport, was forced to close due to the rain, as were many trains across the city. Thankfully, local services were able to keep people safe, and main services continued when the rain had subsided. Ever wonder what it would be like to own an entire town? Well, you could do it if you want to pay 260,000 euros. A small abandoned town in the northwest of Spain, Salto de Castro, is up for sale on the property board Idealista. With the purchase of 44 homes, a hotel, a church, a school, civil guard barrack, and even a municipal swimming pool could be up for grabs. It is a completely abandoned town located on the border with Portugal. In the municipality of Zamora, still needs a lot of work. It's been abandoned since the 80s. Buildings are severely damaged, according to the posting on Idealista, making the village, quote, 100% workable and profitable, will require a 2 million euro investment. The past few years, Spain has become a hotspot for those interested in ancient mysteries and archaeological sites. Recent discoveries, Salamanca might top the list. Around 2,700 years ago, Iron Age community settled on the Cerro de San Vicente, a hill on the outskirts of modern-day Salamanca. For over 30 years, archaeologists have been drawn to the settlement, and an Egyptian artifact has been found there last month. That's right, Egyptian. Fragment of a decorated inlay for a decorative piece has been linked to similar Egyptian pharaoh portraits. It's possible that the artifact was traded or gifted people at that time, but no firm conclusions have been reached. As these fascinating sites reveal more secrets, we can't wait to report back on whatever they find out about this Egyptian chunk of stuff. Wrap up this edition. November in Spain might not be the top destination for tourists, but few interesting stuff are going around the peninsula, especially for film buffs. In the north of Spain, you can catch the end of the Gijón International Film Festival held in different venues across the coastal town that started Friday the 11th and finishes on the 18th. If you find yourself in Huelva, you have until Friday the 18th to check out the Huelva Latin American Film Festival, an international event aimed at promoting and circulating productions of Latin American countries, Latin American directors. And that's it for this week. Consensus seems to be that Mastodon is the place to go for people leaving Twitter. 
So I'm even Facebook as well. Mastodon has no ads, no algorithms, but you need to pick a server or subdomain. Which have you chosen for those who've gone over? Thoughts about that? What's your experience been? Anything else social media related? Let us know at Spain at Rorschach.com. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.